Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Disney Bit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us, where we seem to have got ourselves back to a reg- regular schedule, which uh, even I'm surprised at because uh, it's been a bit itty-bitty, but we're pleased to be back, and I've got the crew with me as always. So, starting off with John, good evening. Hello, hello. <laughs> for a second I was like, has he gone? No, I'm uh, still here. No, you're still here, that's good. And Kate is here. Good evening, Katie. Hello. Are, are you all right? I'm good. We've Thank managed you. to drag you, you. We've dragged you away from Love Island USA, have we not? Well, yeah, this is true. But I can That's return to after the podcast. Adam. Well, this is what I mean. I, I think we've saved her, to be honest. Uh, on, none of you have watched it, then none of you can talk. I've been too busy starting uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've also I started that today. A little bit of a Disney. There was a total Disney. Yeah. That's <laughs> my, my, my family-friendly version. Is that your family-friendly version? That's fine. And good evening, Gareth. Good evening. How are you doing? Uh, good. I've not watched any of this trash, I'm afraid. No, well, we know this. <gasps> Did you just call Drag Race trash? Uh, yes. How dare you? You're not wrong, to be fair. Yeah, in fairness, it is utter trash, <laughs> but it's good trash. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. well, we are in October, so Gareth's been doing Halloween for two months. So, uh, you know, he's not been... Watching anything? Oh yeah, Gareth. I've not seen any pictures no, of your spooky what's, what's house. Going on? Um, I've ch- I put I put stuff out today at the front. Oh, there we go. We missed it. So you need to put those on Facebook because Halloween should have started months ago for you. Uh, Halloween started internally like a month ago. There we go. Then. So uh, Susan's on her way, but she's not quite with us yet. But that's fine because she'll join us a little bit later when we get to our second half of today's show, where we are bringing back, ladies and gentlemen. Disney debates. They are back this week and we can listen to the debates that are going to go on between the different people. But before that, we thought we'd talk a little bit Skyliner because obviously uh, the Skyliner has just opened at Disney and as we record this, there's been some issues and we thought we'd sort of highlight some of those issues and talk a little bit about it because one of the things that seems to have happened is people have uh, immediately gone for like worst case scenario and there's all these reactions that have sort of happened and uh, we thought we'd, we'd sort of talk a little bit about that and about what's what's gone on here. So uh, what we know is that the Skyliner has closed at the moment and we believe, say Katie, it's, it's indefinitely closed while they sort out the issues that have been going on. Yeah, at the moment it is, yeah. So we're waiting to find out what exactly it is that's gone on. Now, there's been some rumours that have kind of gone around the Twitter sphere and all that sort of stuff with regards to what exactly has happened. Um, John is the one in the know normally. So, Don, do you know exactly what has happened with this? Well, Skyliner? as it happens, I couldn't sleep last night. So when I can't sleep, I like <laughs> to browse through Twitter and read things about Donald Trump. Um, but it turns out that last night's main focus was not about him. It was actually about the Skyliner. So I was actually kind of following it live. Um, okay. And what it looks like has happened is at the Riviera Resort, one or the, so from what I've heard, um, people say that the Skyliner uh, gondolas come into the stations pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and there's not big gaps between them. And I understand that's Disney trying to you know try and get as many people through as possible yeah. you know you want you want to be getting people from a to b as quick as possible well you don't want to be taking 40 minutes to get from a to b yeah so they've obviously done all this testing and all this testing and all this testing to make sure that the gaps are you know the gaps are significant yeah significantly long enough to make sure people can get off and get on and it can get round. yeah but obviously they've never tested with real people and it's not until you put real people in the situation that you actually get a very accurate uh, understanding of, yeah, of yeah, what's of going on. Yeah. So from what I've heard is one of the carriages has come in to the station too fast. And now, I don't really know if this is 100% true, but it's slightly dislodged. This is what I understand. 
and it's crashed into the back of the the um the gondola in front yeah and then of course as each gondola's come in they've all just kind of piled on top of each other yeah and they've all just ended up crushed together people are calling it a crushing a crushing of gondolas yeah which um, i think it's about five were involved from what i saw um, it sounds about five and it shattered it shattered the windows but they seem to have shattered outwards not inwards mm -hmm. which i suppose is good yeah um, and I don't think there was any people in the gondolas in the station. No, I don't believe so. So it seems because that they'd obviously got out. For those who don't know how these sort of gondola systems works and these these sky rides work, so they're on a cable and they're attached to this cable. As they come into the station, they sort of disconnect from that particular cable and they go onto a belt that kind of brings it round. And then just before it leaves the station, it reattaches to um, the uh, the wire and then basically shuffles its way out. It's the way that they can control the speeds between them being in the station and being on the wire itself. So what's basically happened is one of them has come in and there's been an issue where I think it's decoupled from the wire and coupled onto the system in the station, which has ultimately caused the backlog, which has ultimately caused them all to crash. Mm -hmm. I believe is what I, I that's, that's, that's what I get. Yeah, it's come off the wire and on yeah. the station bell, but it's not come onto the station bell properly. So what's happened then is something in the station, which means there's no issues with any of the gondolas while they're on the wire themselves. Um, there's no issues with regards to them coming off the wire as they've left the station or anything like that. It's purely something that's happened in the station. Disney have noticed it. Disney have stopped it. Now, this means for the first ever time, Disney have got a, uh, a Skyliner full of guests who were in a situation which have never been in before, and this then kind of caused panic among, among a huge amount of people, has it not? It has done, yeah. It's caused, you know, a lot. I mean, I just, I just feel that it's very typical of people in um, situations like that. Everybody's mind goes to the worst yes, case scenario. Of course it does. So we've had um, people who were tweeting, weren't they, about the fact there was they were trapped for up to three hours. Um, mm -hmm. Now the the situation here is we're now used to the monorail breaking down. The monorail does break down. It does break down not regularly, but regularly enough that uh, people now are aware that it happens and they're aware of the system and the way it works. And it's kind of become a bit of a joke. Absolutely, yeah. So it's been quite funny. Oh, monorail's broken down again, etc., etc. And when the monorail first started to break down regularly, people did panic. And we, I remember a few years ago, we had it where it broke down and the doors were shut and no one could get out and the air conditioning went off and everyone started to get hot, etc., etc. And it's become a little more commonplace that there can be issues with the monorail. This is the first time ever there has been a problem with the Skyliner. And we have to make it absolutely clear that no guests were involved in it and it has not put the safety of the skyline as a whole into jeopardy it's not like disney have now gone we're gonna have to close this and get rid of it because it's just not going to work um yeah nobody but, was hurt nobody, nobody was, hurt, was at all. hurt no but obviously people were now trapped in there was a few stressed people but yes. nobody was hurt yeah so people were a bit panicked about it and obviously people were worried people got a little bit anxious about the situations they were in but obviously you know this is the first time the skyliner has broken down it's the first time it's ever done it with a huge amount of people which means to rescue that many people from the skyliner is going to take some time for the very very first time that this might happen you know disney have got emergency plans in place and those emergency plans are obviously going to be looked at. They'll be refined based on what's happened this time. And they'll be improved. Just like with the monorail, you know, when they first started to happen, people were trapped for ages. Whereas now, Disney have got a much better system in place, which means they're not trapped for anywhere near as long. And the same is going to happen with the Skyliner. I think people have automatically, like you say, gone to worst case scenario and said, oh, we can't ride this. It's not safe, blah, 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 blah. And that's not actually the case. So, Katie, have you, you've kept up with this a little bit, have you not? Yes, I have. So we were talking about the show a little bit about whether or not we found that we would now not use the Skyliner because we think it's unsafe. And I think there was a, a consensus between us, was it not, that, that this wouldn't stop us? Yeah, absolutely not. This wouldn't stop me at all. It opened for like a week. Like John said, this is the first time they've had to do this and they're definitely going to learn from it. Um, so I don't... I don't think it would ever take this long to evacuate it again. And I guess people would know what to expect a little bit more. Yeah. I've seen on Twitter that there's emergency kits inside the gondolas. So people had Which water and things water. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they they had I mean, I like emergency we supplies. Very... They had water. Sorry, John, you were going to say? I think people were very lucky. I think people were very lucky that it broke down at night. Yeah. And not at one o'clock in the afternoon when the heat is blistering. Yeah. I can't imagine how it would be 
you know, in those little cabins, which are have very little ventilation in that level of heat for yeah, three hours. That would, that would be incredibly uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. And they I have think these... everything I've heard about them so far is that there's quite a nice breeze when they're moving, yeah. but when they kind of slow down into the stations, they get quite, they get quite hot quite quickly. So, so I imagine being stuck in them for that long, it will have got. The only hot. sort of experience I've got of this is uh, at Alton Towers here in the UK, Towers, we have yeah. got the gondolas, which are exactly the same. And what they actually do with those gondolas in the height of summer is they shut them completely because the temperature gets so unbearable in them, uh, they don't allow guests to travel in them. Now, the Disney versions we've got here are modern versions they're newer you know they're, they're designed to handle the heat disney aren't going to put something in here which people can't cope with the heat in uh because that would just be completely insane to even do that so you know i'm not worried in the slightest i think even if you know got family with you and children that sort of stuff i'm still it, this isn't going to stop me from using it uh at all gareth what's uh, what's your thoughts um you know in a way I'm pretty more likely to use it now because it's put people off, so there might be fewer crowds on it. <laughs> you to look you, you know what? You laugh. How well But I went to Alton Towers not about just after the Smiler reopened, yeah. after that incident, and wait for the Smiler was minimal. In fact, the wait for all the attractions were minimal. It, things like this really do put people it's off. It's true, and the sad thing is. I don't think Alton Towers has ever recovered from that Smiler incident. We I live, don't think it has. We live very, very close, and I could nip up there for a couple of hours, ride quite a few big attractions, and leave without any problems whatsoever. Um, I'm not saying that this incident with the Skyliner is in any way going <laughs> to affect the crowds going to the Magic Kingdom, but you might find for a little while that actually, yeah, the Skyliner is a little bit quiet until people are happy that it's, it's not going to go wrong again and they, they don't have to worry about it. But um, yeah, I think you'll probably find for the next week or so there might be slightly shorter queues, which has a positive impact in the sense that obviously people who want to use them aren't going to stand in, in long queues but secondly disney have got time in which to to look at the problems and when the problems are fixed and it does reopen to have less people using the system while they iron out any other issues that they might have and if this does happen again they'll be able to solve it hopefully a little bit quicker that's one yeah, thing is, it's not like this is the only gondola system to exist no. ski resorts use them all over the world like they've been using these things for years to haul people up the side of a mountain absolutely like it's not the only one to exist so it, it's i think i've seen quite a lot of people knee-jerk reactions saying oh i'm never going to use the skyliner now it's clearly not safe and i think that's just it's just a bit of an overreaction, really. It's just a bit silly because it's not it's like true. Disney's invented this technology. It exists all over the world. Well, no, um, Disney have exactly. actually bought, have been and bought this system from a company that make gondolas. Yeah. So it's not as though they're on, they're on their own and they're trying to solve whatever problem's gone wrong on their own. There's a company they can go to. They can have people. They've probably got people out now. Yeah. Looking at what's happened and they've probably seen that thing all over the world. And they've it's got just, safety because systems. it's Disney, it gets reported. They if have it happens somewhere systems, in, you know. in Switzerland, who cares? They have safety systems in place. I was in Bulgaria last uh, Christmas skiing, and I went on a gondola where I genuinely think the door was held shut with sellotape, right? Um, it was just, you could see it flapping, and we were like a long way up it as well. And I look at that, and that's been working for that amount of time for years, and is still absolutely fine, totally safe, in comparison to, you know, Disney. You've got brand new ones where, what is the maximum height it goes to? Does anyone know, by the way? I don't actually check what the max, what the, the tallest sort of point is for it. Anyone have any ideas? I don't actually know. But it do doesn't it go over some water at some point as well, which I think is making people wary. Yes. Or have I just made that up? I think it, I do believe it does. Because uh, yeah, it goes over the seven point, seas, not the seven seas, Hourglass Lake. Highest point Definitely 60 feet. So the highest, the highest point, point is 60 what? foot. 60? Yeah. Which it's isn't the same height as Oblivion. Yeah, so it's not particularly high. Uh, not saying that, that, you know, appeases anybody with regards to to if it does break down. But that the, the good thing about that is obviously the fact that it's uh, not it, you can be get to got to much easier because of the fact that it is sixty foot. It's not hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. Um, oh yeah, if that if that one broke down, Alton Towers when you oh, were in the gardens, you're, you've had it. Yeah, you're up there for a while. <laughs> Just sit there for a while. It's you're not going anywhere. Let's be honest. Uh, you are going to be stuck there for some time. Um, so yeah, I, think I that, saw some people who oh. were who got evacuated off it as well. Got like disney tickets for the following day and 
$200 gift cards as well. So, like, they people were, have been compensated. Getting... Okay, so they were, they were getting, yeah, they were getting day passes to the parks. Um, I'm just having a look now at the Skyliner map just so we can check where it does go over. Um, and I think you're right. It does. Does it go over Hourglass? It definitely goes over Hourglass. Yeah, so, yeah, so we've got, um, kind of passes over water when it's coming from Epcot. Um, and then it travels along the side to the Riviera Resort. Riviera Resort comes down to Caribbean Beach. It then passes over water by Caribbean Beach and again down to Pop and, uh, the art of animation um so it does pass over a fair bit of water but not everywhere um so yeah it does a little bit but it does seem you know as far as we're concerned uh we're not worried in the slightest which is good okay so moving on we've talked a little bit about that i think susan's with us hello susan all right she's back what's your opinion what on me? the uh, we're just talking about the skyliner incident uh. Uh, what's your opinion? Would you still ride the oh, Skyliner? Well, I mean, in about a month's time, I'm going to be there. So, oh, hon, take us some pictures from the Skyliner. Yeah, we want some Skyliner I think photos. I will. I'll give you some live footage. That'd be good. Live on the ground. Well, so you will ground. ride it then? I think I will. Yeah, that's fair enough. Of course what's you will. Which one's the shortest journey? Uh, well, oh, are we terrified of the air? <laughs> Riviera Just... to Caribbean Beach, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where are you staying? Yeah, no, but why would you want to do that journey? Oh, that's true. It's There's nothing going on there. Where Where are you staying? Um, Coronado Springs. Okay, so not on the Skyliner route then. Not on the uh, I don't know what would be most there. interesting. Um, I suppose you've got kind of Epcot... To Caribbean, is it to the Caribbean Riviera. Beach? Riviera. That should be posh. Oh, Riviera. Because that's actually, it's got a bit of a, like a dog leg in it, and it'll actually take you close to the studios and then away to the Riviera. Like but is that at the point. highest point? Um, It may be at its highest point there, yeah. Um, But then you've That'll got... That'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Cause it can, yeah, because it takes you over Boardwalk, past Boardwalk mm -hmm. Villas that way, and then over to Riviera. And that takes you down past Caribbean yeah. Beach, and then you can then hop on to go over to Hollywood Studios. There's a point when they go towards Pop Century, and they're really, they're crossing over the river, and they are so low. Yes, as you come down towards Pop Century and over Hourglass Lake and down that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay, so <laughs> turning into a boat. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, just get a little bit low. It's fine. So, now everyone's here, we can start Disney Debates this evening, ladies and gentlemen. So, what we are going to do, as we have done in the past, is we are going to get these guys to debate against each other. Okay? This is always quite entertaining because we give them a topic in which they have to uh, basically attempt to argue a point against other people. And uh, the one who argues the best wins ultimately so uh where shall we start this evening i know these guys are all really starting to worry but it's funny he's born ready he's born ready okay that's fine he's born ready this is all good so we're gonna start off with um john and gareth okay oh, this old classic john versus gareth this old classic combo uh i'm on quite the losing streak on this yeah, I, I don't know. We're going to see what happens here. So, um, what with the recent controversy, which isn't really recent controversy because this has existed for some time, there was a bit of a Twitter storm going on uh, with regards to why children, why why people should be shouldn't be allowed to go to the parks without children. <laughs> Okay, there's a massive Twitter storm going on with people going, oh, I shouldn't be allowed to go without children, etc, etc. And what we want is, uh, uh, Gareth, you are for, yeah, me. Gareth, you are for people going to the parks without children, right? And John, you are against people going to the parks without children. Who, what, me? <laughs> yeah, so you are against <laughs> people going to the parks without children, okay? That's so right. people have got to go as it's families as far as you're okay. concerned. Okay. Okay. And as far as, Gareth's concerned, as far as Gareth's concerned, it's an adult place and, you know, etc, uh, etc. Et so um, who wants to kick us off with this one? 
Oh, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, so you're going to go first. So you've got yep. 60 seconds. Right, are you ready of, for this? Of, of why it should be 60 just seconds of why, it sh- why adults should be allowed to go without children. Are you ready? Starting in three, two, one, go. Okay, I would go one further. I would say that the park should be exclusively for adults and no children. Um, speaking as a parent, all I can say is that all children do is they drag, they drag you down. They will take you to on attractions that you don't really want to go. In fact, if you didn't have to take children with you, you could flatten most of the of the flat rides. You could actually build something worth doing. There'd be no need for small world whatsoever. Um, <laughs> stop pretending that Peter Pan's actually a fun ride and build something remotely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> you, wouldn't oh, have, you, know, you wouldn't have to Ooh. have to waste money on buying the rubbish snacks that kids want to buy. You could j- just load up with Mickey bars because we've established that that's the best snack. <laughs> um, you wouldn't need to. You wouldn't need to bother having to measure people's heights, so that that improve efficiency. You'd get more people through the attractions. <laughs> you wouldn't need to have this podcast of pandering. There we go. Right, that's your minute up. <laughs> okay, not a bad attempt. So, John, it's over to you. So, as far as you're concerned, <coughs> Disney World is a place for families and families only. Are you ready? Starting in three, two, one. If you're to go to a Disney park without children and just as an adult, basically all you're going to be doing is experiencing things that you could just do at home and you've spent all this money to go out there. Taking kids with you, you could get to experience new new attractions that the kids like to do. You get to meet all the princesses, which let's face it, as adults you wouldn't really want to do. And you get better interaction if you've got children. You say that, you know, all the kids, they whinge, they drag you down, and you know, height restrictions and whatnot. When was the last time you went on the teacups? You're going to go on the teacups for your kids because that's what you want to do. So you get to regress down to the age of a child and you get to see the world through the child's eyes, which is just a wonderful little place. Also, if you're just going to make it cater it for adults, you might as well just turn it into one big giant pub. And again, what's the point of spending all that money to go to Orlando when you could just go down to the local spoons and save yourself <laughs> an absolute fortune so go to disney world take your kids reduce yourself in age and have the best time of life. there we go <laughs> does anybody else Whoa. feel like john was starting to die inside slowly as he that got was a bit of qbc so so where do we go with this one who wins the win, this there was no sincerity what with yours Oh, either of them. <laughs> okay, there was no sincerity. Uh, or oh, I don't know where to go. I think just purely for the fact that it pained John enough to to admit all that, I'm going to have to give it to John. Um, if, yeah, for no other reason other than that. Okay, let's go to Susan and uh, Katie. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, Susan, the mm-hmm. uh, the Skyliner has just opened at Walt Disney World. And uh, you are for the Skyliner as a new mode of transport in Walt Disney World. Katie, you're against the outdated transportation system that is the Skyliner. So we're going to find out who is for and who is against and who wins. So who wants to start us off? Um, I don't mind. I don't mind okay so uh, you go for it so susan's gonna go first so susan is for this newfangled skyliner system are you ready starting (laughs) three two one so i'm for this completely in fact actually i think i can't wait for them to build more if they ever were to do more because this is going to be a great way of um, adding new transportation it's also a little bit more of a ride itself I can't wait. Something conveyor belting going around and then you'll whoosh away. I've seen how fast it launches out and I'm excited for that as well. It's also showing you a bit of a view. I love the views it gives as well in terms of there's a point I've seen that it can give you all four views of each park, which is great. So once again, bring in another ride and you haven't even paid any money to go for it yet. Thrilled. How much time have I got? How much time have I got? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, also, people are complaining it could potentially be a bit hot, but I've heard it's not because there's a bit of a draft going through. And there's characters on the outside stickers bringing extra fun to the to the ride. Okay, you can stop there. Right, so... <laughs> 
45 <laughs> seconds and then we ran out of steam. It's all good. Right, over to Katie, <laughs> who is well and truly against this. Are you ready, Katie? I'm ready. Right, three, two, <laughs> one, go. Well, why would anyone want to go on the Skyliner? It's been open like a week and already it's had a crash. And they've had people stuck on it for like three hours. They've had to crack open the emergency supplies. Like, it's clearly not ready to be open. It doesn't go right across yeah. the resorts. It's not even that convenient. Why would you get on the Skyliner when you could get on a bus or a boat or a monorail? There's plenty of other options available. Susan's part about the view is rubbish because there's only some of them that don't have a character wrap on and they're the only ones where you get a really good view. The ones with the characters on the outside obscure the view. So you're stuck in a hot, stuffy little box with no air conditioning and in Florida, which is tropical, and the only time you get a breeze is when it's moving, which, as we've established, they can't keep it moving because it just broke down and people were hanging in the sky for three hours. So I just don't know why anyone would go anywhere near it. It goes to a resort that isn't even open yet. There is no point in that whatsoever. There we go. And that's your um, 60 the seconds. The boats up. are much nicer way. <laughs> anybody, anybody else think that Katie just had Twitter open and was just literally going through going this one next excuse next. that's all that was yeah she was just reading WDMT's new uh, tweets <laughs> that's all I've just been keeping up with the story <laughs> that's all it was with the story uh, yes calm down Tom Carlos uh <laughs> <laughs> It'll block you. I was way more convincing there. Yeah, I think Katie has to win that one. Uh, <laughs> Katie's got to win that one. Okay, let's yeah, pair up two more. Yeah, such a reach. Yeah, what was that all about? It's like there's characters. That's totally true. Have you seen the videos? You can't really say out that well no. out of the ones that have the characters on. What did make me chuckle? They just have like a little gap in the rest <laughs> that you can see through clearly. True. But the rest you can't actually really say out that well. Somebody put something on Twitter earlier with the, which is to do with the wraps and obviously it breaking down and they said that uh, it was uh, it seems that there's a family still stuck on the skyliner after all these hours and they showed a photo and it's the skeletons from <laughs> from Coco. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, oh is that too soon i'm not quite sure whether it's too soon or not uh okay so uh moving on changing up our pairings we are going to gareth and katie okay so uh this time you are going to be for gareth you are going to be against uh katie you are for the inclusion of Marvel in Disney Parks. Gareth, you are against the inclusion of Marvel in Disney Parks. Who would like to go first? Oh, Lord. I think Gareth should go first, so just Gareth's because okay. just went. So, Gareth, uh, yours is against uh, Marvel in Disney Parks, then. Are you ready? No. <laughs> I know this is going to pain you massively, uh, which is why I've done it. Right, okay, here we go then. Three, two, one. Okay, I think it's important when we consider what should go into the park that we do what, what everyone else does and say, what would Walt do? And what would definitely, definitely not want billion-dollar franchises <laughs> going into the parks and having people queuing up Rather to see Iron Man rather than Mickey Mouse and spend spending all that money on dressing the kid up like Spider Man, <laughs> buying a Hulk Hulk hats. It, oh, it's, just, it's just it's yeah, if I want if I want if I want if I want Marvel, oh, I'll go to Universal and I can watch them ride around on quad bikes like real superheroes. Oh uh, in badly fitting suits. <laughs> I, can, I can go on a glorified teacup ride and pretend it's an X-Men ride. That's a universal thing. I don't need that at Disney Park. If you want, if you want a Disney Park, I will go you and I'll ride stop. Peter Pan, which... You can stop. Oh, <laughs> that was like an anti-argument. Yeah, it really was. I'm like, <laughs> you lost whoa. me at Hulk hats. Hulk hats. I like the idea of Hulk hats. <laughs> I've got a Hulk hat. Mm -hmm. Have you? Have you got Hulk hands? Uh, that's just uh, just got given. Okay. Right. Anyway, uh, Katie, over to you. Yes. You are going to have to really mess this up to lose, just so you know. 
Right. My only worry is like running out of things to say, but that's fine. Here we go. Three. So you're four Marvel in the parks. Three, two, one. Well, I mean, why would you not want Marvel in the parks? It's a whole, whole franchise really popular characters that have built up their popularity over the last 10 years. There's amazing opportunities for character meets. There's amazing opportunities for rides. You've just got to look at the way that the overlay of Guardians of the Galaxy over Tower of Terror has been received, even by die-hard Tower of Terror fans. Everybody loves it. So it's just a chance to open up the parks to a whole new audience of people who don't care about Mickey Mouse and they don't care about Donald Duck, but they really want to meet Groot and they want to meet Captain America and they want to meet Spider-Man because it's every little kid's dream to meet a superhero. There's loads of princesses for little girls. It's time we had some other kinds of heroes for little boys and little girls to go and meet. And Spider-Man and are exactly the right ones everyone loves them there's very few people that don't like them and you, the fact that they're expanding the marvel presence in all the parks you just proves st- that you can stop now um i don't think we need to discuss that we'll declare katie the winner um so uh... <laughs> D- mentioning well, guardians of the galaxy mission breakout automatically uh yeah major winner yeah it automatically wins that <laughs> one okay uh John and Susan. Bring it on. Bring it on. You're not going to win this Right, so this time uh, it's a debate about bulldozing Disneyland. Susan. What? You are against. Susan, you are against them bulldozing Disneyland. And John, you are for (laughs) them bulldozing Disneyland. What? 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 Callum, what? Hang on! What? Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! If was it, this is this is just obviously made up, right? Yeah. So so, so Disney say, have announced. Oh Disney, Disney have announced that they are bulldozing Disneyland. Uh, it's not breaking news, Susan. So don't worry, like, Susan. Here's an announcement for you. They've I just literally cracked myself. <laughs> I literally went. Who started this rumor? They need to chill out. They need to calm down. <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, you're so, you're well, against this, for, Susan. Against yeah, it. and John is for bulldozing Disneyland. Okay, who's got who's going first? Up to you. Who wants to start? Just don't want a minute. I'll Just do don't it. want a no, minute. I'll do it. Right, oh. Okay, so John's I'll, gonna I'll, start. I'll rip the bandaid off. John is going to be crying on the inside, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy what's going to be a very entertaining minute. Right, are you ready, John? So uh, you are for bulldozing Disneyland in three, two, one. Disneyland opened in 1955. That is 64 years ago. 64 years ago. That technically makes this park ancient. It's so old now. It's not a museum. Do you know what you need to do? You need to just level it. And if, if, do you know what? If nothing else is a reason to level it, look at park attendance this year. It's been so quiet. No one's going anymore. It's clearly a waste of space. Knock it down. Build Marvel Land, build Pandora, <laughs> Disneyland. Who needs it? Honestly, not even Walt's apartment can save that place. The place is doomed. Get rid. You've got other Disney parks all over the world, just reproductions of the, park, <laughs> the rides that are in Disneyland. Go see them. Go see them. Why would you fly over to California? To, oh, I've got to go and see the original. Oh, wow, the original. It's not even the best one, let's be honest. That's Disneyland <gasps> Paris. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest here. And also, you've got to remember, it's not even like they can expand it, because it's within a city, so if you want a nice new You can stop now, you can stop talking and start crying, it's fine. Uh, Wow. My favourite part of that was like, oh, he wants to go to the original. (laughs) That was just amazing. Yeah, it's true, actually. We all know the favourite part of I've not thought of that. One more year and Disneyland can pick up its pension. True. (laughs) Um, exactly. Yeah, that's a fair point. Okay, uh, Susan, mm. you're against it. Then, are you ready? No, I'm. I'm. I'm a for, uh, you're, against you're against the them bulldozing. You want okay. to. Keep, you want to keep Disneyland. Right. right. Are you ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. How dare you, John? I have not been there, and I des- I am one of them people. <laughs> I desperately want to go there. Oh, like all of the Disney Brit, bar you, has not been there. And we want to go there. Must stand, must stand. Because it's literally, you say 64, exactly 64 years. We need, it's historic now. You can literally like feel like the presence of Walt. And as, you know, Gareth said, what would Walt do? Definitely not 
bulldoze it down. That's his pride. That's his joy. And it, and it's just has the atmosphere of like of where it began. You just cannot bulldoze it down. I I can tell you this now. I'd like to see them try bulldoze it down because you know there'd be an absolute uproar. Think of like Mr. Toad's ride when they were just when they changed themselves to the tree. God, they're just they're gonna go absolutely wild with this. There we go. Good stuff. Okay, so uh, oh, who wins this one? Um, I think I'm gonna have to go, John. I will leave it to John because that must have been really hard. Yeah, that must have been. <laughs> you can't just keep giving me sympathy ones. John has. Uh, John's just Susan's lost. Susan's main argument was that she's never been. Yes. Yeah. Which you know. Which isn't great, I'll be honest. John's just lost a thousand <laughs> followers on Twitter, though, uh, because they've just heard that. Okay, let's go over to Katie and Katie and Gareth have just done one, haven't they? So I'm going to go Katie and John, John, and then uh, we'll go. So Katie and John. Okay, this is this is going to be a great one. Right, uh, John, I'm going to be nice to you this time. Uh, Disney bounding. You are for Disney bounding. Susan, you are well against Disney bounding. Katie. Oh, is it me? Was it Katie? Oh, sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie is against me. Disney bounding. Okay. Um, so John's for Katie. You're against. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Who wants oh. to start? Oh, I'm sad. I know. <laughs> this is the joy of the game. Uh, who wants oh, to start? Thanks. I don't mind. Okay, Katie, you're going to start. Then. Right. So Katie, you are against Disney bounding. Are you ready? In three, okay. two, one. What kind of stupid idea is Disney bounding? So people pick out outfits in basically block colours of the colours that represent characters. So half the time it's not even obvious who they're actually supposed to be. And they just look like they're wearing a slightly weird outfit. So they just wander around the park looking slightly weird. And people are like, they're obviously trying to do a thing, but nobody can get it. It's loads of effort. <laughs> you have to go trawling the internet for all these like quirky little bits when actually... If you just wear a pair of shorts and a cool Disney t-shirt, you'll look the part, you'll be right on brand, and, and you'll be way more comfortable than wearing some of these crazy get-ups that some people wear to the parks. Like some of these dresses that you see women wearing, and the shoes that they wear, they like cannot be comfortable walking around a theme park dressed like that all day. It's not a dapper day. Stop it. Shorts, <laughs> Disney t-shirt, a nice pair of ears. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to wear. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> yes, just stop it. Just stop it. Stop, stop it, it now. Um, okay, John. Four. <laughs> okay. Four. Here we go. Three, two, one. As Katie pointed out, it's not Dapper Day. And most people don't tend to wear stupid shoes when they're bounding. Bounding is a wonderful way to enter the park. It's a really good way for you to kind of cross that little line between costume and comfortable and represent the characters that you love so much. And if you've got a little group of you and you do a group bound and you're walking around as, say, the Fab Four or you could walk around as Mary Poppins and Bert and it's so cute and it's a really good way for couples and families to stick together. You keep saying shorts and T-shirts, shorts and T-shirts, shorts and T-shirts. I'm sorry, have you ever been to Paris? <laughs> in December in shorts and t-shirts it ain't comfortable man. but you know what you can do you can slap on a nice pair of black jeans you know maybe a little orange t-shirt and a little waistcoat and there you goofy put a green hat on you goofy you're toasty and you goofy your friend can go in some nice red dungarees very nice long dungarees may I add and a hoodie Mickey Mouse boom it's simple you go to Primark it can be nice and cheap okay you can stop there that's fine expensive. you can stop <laughs> I like I like the image of Toasty Goofy. I'm walking around in just a pair of jeans and a t-shirt in the December at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> toasty you're Goofy. The, you're in the hotel. Yeah. Is that when you met Tony back? No, it was a different time, wasn't it? No, we did meet him in the hotel. But not in December. No. Or October, or whenever it was. It was uh, oh, um, do you know what? Oh, Katie convinced me on that one, I think. I'm going oh, with Katie. I'm on a roll. I'm going three with Katie three. with that one. Three for three. Okay, so we're going to go to uh, Susan and Gareth for the last one of the day. The battle of the losers, okay, isn't it? Here we go. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Susan, mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. against 
Disney Instagrammers. <gasps> How dare you? Gareth, you are for Disney Instagrammers. Okay. So, you're against the Disney Grammys, right? Okay, who's right. starting? Susan? <gasps> okay. Susan's about right. to lose loads of friends. <laughs> Yes, the shades to begin. Here we go. Let the shadiness begin. I have just I've just opened up a very large umbrella to provide me with as much shade that is about to come. Right, here we go. Susan, starting in three, two, one. The worst thing about Disney Instagrammers is that they're more focused on their screens, getting the gram, and not looking up not looking aware what's happening around them because they're too focused on the gram and some of them can be quite rude and make sure that certain people are out of the way or out of the shot because they want the perfect shot the perfect gram the perfect <laughs> this the perfect that it literally what is the point just just be in the moment be present why do you always have to take a bloody picture and they're even worse with the characters. They spend tons of time with the characters just for the gram. Just talk to them, be in the moment, and move on, love. Talk, hug, move on. They take so many, so many pictures for the gram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair, you made some really good points. You did make some very good points. Uh... To be fair, you just described Charlotte Ruff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the thoughts of Jana are his own opinion and not the opinion of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Uh, oh, Charlotte knows I love her. Uh, she does. You're getting she the time. Love you, Sam. <laughs> right. John scrubs straight off the Christmas that's list. That's it. Done. He's not, that's no more. No more. Right, Gareth, over to you, you lover of Disney Instagram. Right, here we go then. Starting right. at three, two, one. Okay, I think you missed a really important point. Susan and that is that Instagram people are, are better people than you or I they are, they are the heartbeat of Disney parks without them where would we be we'd still be, still be, we'd still be scrapping around look, looking for something remote, remotely interesting to look at no one would know what to do we'd be, we'd be walking around with our heads in the clouds we wouldn't know what to do if it, if it isn't for someone ta taking 18 photos of a cupcake at various angles how would I know that I want to go and eat that Cake. We would be Neanderthals walking round, dragging on, dragging one knuckle with a turkey leg in the other, completely oblivious to what what we could be enjoying. And it's it's the selfless work of Instagrammers that makes Disney a more enjoyable experience for everyone. It's people like Charlotte Ruff. Okay, stop there. <laughs> oh, right, Susan. Jeez. Charlotte, you've got savage. <laughs> you've got savage. Why are you over there with the selfless work of the Instagram work? <laughs> Those cupcakes that got me. You also missed about the Instagram wall. Instagram wall. That was what I, that was the Instagram I was thinking. I was thinking, how, how will people know where the walls of the Disneyland are if it wasn't for the Instagram? <laughs> Another selfless thing. They are keeping painters and decorators in Orlando, Florida true. in business. This is very, very true. <laughs> and now over the world. I've got to go with Gareth. Over the world, yeah. Um, I'll give that. I've got to go with Gareth. That's up there with Gareth hating Star Wars. Um when we did that the last time when you were against Star Wars. That was the awesome last time. Oh, no. Yeah. The best one was loving um, Phantom Manor. Loving Phantom Manor was also a good one. Okay, um, right. I gave up on that, I think. So that means Gareth, <laughs> uh, Gareth wins that one. So that means, uh, how many have we got? John, you've won two, is that right? Yeah, we shall. Uh, Katie is on three. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Gareth is on one. Who no. And Susan. No poor. Thanks for coming. Okay, so um, <laughs> now it's time. We're going to do something a little bit different, okay? You are going to try and change my opinion. So between the four of you, you have got to try and change my opinion, but you've got to do it uh, with 15 seconds each. 
So I'm going to give you a topic of something I want you to change my opinion on. And uh, I'm going to give somebody the first 15 seconds. And after 15 seconds, I'm going to call somebody's name. And they have then got to take over for 15 seconds. Then I'm going to call someone else's name. They've got to take what? over for 15 seconds. And then the final person is going to get the last 15 seconds. <gasps> okay. So uh, I'm going to make it nice and quick as well. So you're not going to have too long to think about it. So, we're going to start off uh, with Katie. You are going to start off on this one. And then I'm not going to tell you who we're going to swap over to until we t get to the time. But It's all on the same subject, all on right? The same all on the same subject. Okay. And uh, what I want you to do is to change my mind and convince me that we need Armageddon special effects uh, ride back in Disneyland Paris. Okay? You've got a minute between you to do that. So, Katie, are you ready? In three, two, ready. one, go. Armageddon was great because it sucked up loads of people and meant that the and other um, attractions were lower when an Armageddon show was starting. So it should definitely come back so that we can get Susan. our new version of Rock and Roller Coaster quicker. It was a great way to fill up time because obviously, you know, Crush's Coast is long, Tower Terror's lot, like, like long lines, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster long lines. So it was a great pot time to fill up time. Gareth. I mean, let's be honest, I don't want to close my eyes. Um, I don't want to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be here, right here with you. <laughs> John. Like this. In the winter, Disneyland Paris is notoriously wet and cold. Go in Armageddon, it's dry, and then right in the middle, bits to fire, warms the fire up. There we go, take some marshmallows and you've got a snack as well. Gareth, at what point did you think quoting the lyrics from Aerosmith <laughs> was going to convince me of anything? Um, it's, it, I, I can't say anything good about the actual attraction. <laughs> I, I, re I realised after the second line, I can't remember what the words are. I noticed this. <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss That's you, baby. Hilarious. And I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're going to do one more. Okay. Did, so we, did we change your mind? <laughs> no. Oh. Not in the slightest. Excuse me. I think I was quite convinced. Yes, but the, but the other three it's really were. It's dry weren't. and you get a wee warm. It got, you got, I got I 15 got, seconds of convincing. I was quite convinced and it did so. I got people. I got 15 <laughs> seconds of Gareth attempting yeah, some sort people, of. Every time I walk by, I'd be like, don't do it. Yeah, well, I see that. <laughs> I got 15 seconds of Gareth attempting to do some kind of karaoke. Oh, uh, that know. made me go. <laughs> that really made me go. That was hilarious. Amazing. I okay. lost it. Right. Uh, I would like... Last one. Okay, so this time, uh, John, you're going to start us off, and you've got a minute between the four of you to convince me that we need a third park at Disneyland Paris right now. Are you ready? Starting in three, two, one, go. Take, for example, the 100 characters weekend. Take the days after that. It place was rammed. It's just me. They park at the minute, and that's me being generous. A third pack sucks up more people. Excellent. It's what we need. More Gareth. variation. Um, I think John's hit the nail on the head. We have got a full day park and a half day park. So the only logical explanation, a logical thing to do, is to get another half day park to get two full days rather than expanding on the half day park we've already got. Susan. It's my home park. I need more. Well, Disney World's got loads of parks. You know, we need something a little bit more for our home park. Come on. I was a really straight there. Come on. <laughs> Katie. Oh, is it, I'm not still going. <laughs> no, it's Katie. Um, it's really quite expensive to get to Orlando. So how great would it be if there was an extra park in Paris, a little bit closer to home, a little bit cheaper to get to? We've got a day park and a half day park. There we I'd go. Like Done. I'd like to go to Paris for a week and be able to do something different. Done. Okay. But can I, Gareth, can you just go through your logic with me for a second? So we've got a full day park and we've yep. got a half day park. So rather yep. than extending the half day park, your solution is to build another half day park. <laughs> That's right. Okay. It's the Disneyland Paris way. Just, just talk <laughs> through that logic with me. Logic. <laughs> Where's the logic there? 
Uh, I mean, there, there wasn't logic. That okay, was that's fine. I'm just point. checking there wasn't any logic. That's all good. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, you convinced I'll me. Make it one. a nighttime park. Oh. Ooh. Make it a night. Disney's Night Kingdom. Disney. Have you, have you got some so sort cool. of inside knowledge that we don't know about? No. no. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> no. I think you've convinced me on that one then. So you convinced me with no, we uh, didn't convince me we don't need Armageddon back, but you did convince me we need a park now, even if it is another half-day park, which um, two half-day parks. I mean, let's be honest, even people that, you know, like the movie Armageddon, be it like, know that that, that's, that's just not never going to happen. That's just not happening, not in the slightest. Well, I anyway. honestly thought it was going to outlive Cher, that retraction. <laughs> <laughs> or Cliff Richard. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us, as always. A bit of fun this week. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Susan. You're welcome. Thank you, Gareth. You're welcome. And thank you, Katie. You are welcome. So if you want to uh, get in contact with us, you want to comment on anything that's happened, any of the Disney debates or anything like that, or you want to unfollow any of them on Twitter or Instagram, particularly <laughs> Susan, uh, because of the things, nasty things they've said, then you can do that over the next couple of weeks. Follow Charlotte Ruff. <laughs> follow yes. Charlotte Ruff, yes. She's lovely, really. She won't ruin your day or the Disney parks. It's all good. Um, you can contact <laughs> us. <laughs> you can go to at Disney Brit on Twitter. You can go to at Disney Brit on Instagram. And over on Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. You can also email Email us radio at disneybrit.com if you want to contact us via that as well. And you can go to disneybrit.com and you can find all the old shows on there uh, of all the different bits and pieces that we have been doing. And of course, if you've got any comments, any questions, any suggestions, any suggestions at all for future episodes, then please do get in touch with us. And uh, we're more than happy to accommodate you guys with those sort of things without any problems at all. Has anybody got any Disney trips coming up anytime soon? I think we have, have we? Is it Christmas time's the next one for some people? Gareth's next. Gareth's next for Christmas. Um, is that right, Gareth? Gareth's gone. Uh, but yeah, I think Gareth is next for Christmas. Uh, but um, we will be covering all those bits and pieces as we get a little bit closer. But as I say, thank you for joining us. We will be back in two weeks' time. Have a fantastic couple of weeks. And we will see you then. See ya. Charlotte Ruff.